edition of Thinking Like a Lawyer. I'm Joe Patrice from Above the Law. That is Catherine Pino of Above the Law. We are, of course, also joined by Chris Williams from Above the Law. Hello, hello. I shouldn't have to say that all of that, right? Like we're all from the same place. Should we like, should we just do our names? And then it's like that math equation where you put like a parentheses and like yeah. above the law know. after that. It would help if there was like a Brady Bunch thing where like I knew a cue when to like smile at the camera and say name. I don't know. Right. I'll just chime in. Nobody else can see this but us, right? So I, I don't know. I mean, because we haven't gone visual yet. I'll Uh-oh. need at least 48 hours before we decide to go visual. Make sure my hair, makeup, nails are all ready to be camera ready. Yeah, fair enough. We are here as usual to discuss wild and wacky legal stories of the week. But first, as you might imagine, it is time. Snuck that one in there. Yeah, uh, time for some small talk. Come on. Hey, everybody. How's everybody doing? I was fine. (laughs) Good weekend. Now I'm just annoyed. Good weekend, folks. Uh, this weekend sure. was great. Um, oh, really? Yeah, I had some, went over to a friend's house in Philly, and they had a uh, a small get-together of like eight people. Everyone was vaccinated, I think. But even if that wasn't the case, there was some really good food. And uh, yeah. I I paid my entrance fee with like a couple bottles of wine, so there were libations. And then I came home, and I was like, okay, I have yeah. a I have a cup of corn and pasta. <laughs> this does this not compare to how I was just eating, you know? So you're pretty sure everyone was vaccinated. Did any of them just say, I am immunized? Because I hear that that's a, <laughs> that's a way around that. Well, my uh, thing is, I'm pretty sure everybody was vaccinated because the people that aren't let you know. It's yeah. like... Except uh, Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> yeah. They're like vegans. Yeah. You know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, no. So uh, with the exception, of course, of Aaron Rodgers, that's the... I guess, Chris, you're not as much of a sports person, but uh, Aaron Rodgers told people in press conferences, I am immunized, which everyone just kind of shrugged off as he's vaccinated. But it well, turns it out. Also, it started with, yes, comma, I'm immunized to the question, are you vaccinated? So there was more than just yeah. lazy journalism at play. But it, apparently he uh, had his homeopathic doctor give him like, I don't know, tea leaves and stuff. Did and you then, use air quotes there on the word doctor? Yeah. And uh well, and he also, in fairness, he also consulted with Joe Rogan. Uh, I was about and, to say, was it Dr. Joe Rogan? <laughs> no, I mean, he he in fact said that I he am in consultation said, yeah. with Joe Rogan about this. So. And he's saying ivermectin now? Yeah. Because that's a thing. All these people who are so worried about like the, oh, this is an untested right. vaccine, and then they take literal animal medicine <laughs> because that's safer, question mark? Yeah, well, actually, you know, this is, uh, I wasn't necessarily going to lead with this story, but, you know, considering this has been what has dominated small talk, maybe we should, uh, (laughs) maybe we should lead into a story that Chris found. Uh, What's going on out in California? Some mess. Okay. So there is a city in, in Cali, goes by the name of Oroville, which makes you think of popcorn. And it makes me think, I, I assume it's a gold town is my guess. Oh, like ore. Or like as in like, oh. the, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, no, I meant ore as in gold, but Like yeah. O-R-E, ore. See, oh, I meant O-R. Like oh, the, it's like, O-R-O. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. Anyway, so. it's something. There's room for all of us to be wrong, is what I'm saying. <laughs> I'm planning on panning for gold in a couple of weeks. 
Okay. <laughs> Wait a minute. Well, I think we may have to uh, have an emergency return to, no, I'm not going to hit this thing again. Don't <laughs> worry. Uh, but, but you're panning for gold? Who are you? I've always thought you had crotchety prospector in you somewhere. Uh-huh. I'm definitely crotchety. <laughs> I definitely told a, a bunch of college students this weekend that despite my adorable appearance, I am very cranky. No, I'm going on a girls weekend with some friends of mine around in Colorado, and we're going to go to Idaho Springs, which is one of the first like gold mining towns in the area. And you can like Ooh. pay 20 bucks and uh, pan for gold. Okay. I'm very excited about it. I love that kind of like corny thing to like take up an afternoon. Yeah. I'm into it. I'm into it. I'll let you know if I find anything. Probably Wait, not. Do you, do you get the chance to pan for gold? Or is it like guaranteed they'll have like some really nice uh, pyrite? I, like, I think if you pay a little bit extra, they guarantee that you find something. I'm sure it's worth less than the actual additional fee that you're paying. Yeah, that, that's how that's how economics works. Yeah. 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 I'm not saying I'm an economist. I'm saying I ain't dumb. Mm-hmm. You can't but, knock the yeah. hustle. That's great. I know that somebody with like a spray can and like some aluminum foil shavings and they're like, yeah, just throw a few in this pan. It'll they be won't fine. notice. <laughs> oh, you want you want that trough. You want the you want the good cold. <laughs> yeah. And you know, maybe maybe you'll find some gold, which I hear was a thing before crypto. So yeah, so let's let's go back to Oroville, whatever the hell its Latin root is. Gold town. What's going on? Yeah, so the municipality just kind of unilaterally declared itself not subject to the laws of California <laughs> because uh, there were vaccine mandates. And they were like, yeah, nah. Um, so <laughs> I, think, I think the legal language they used was that they decided to declare themselves a constitutional republic. But I know a good nah when I see one. And <laughs> I'm like, I don't know if you can do that. Like, I, does that count like seceding? Like, I don't know. I, my money was on Texas doing this. Well, I mean... So they're following the... They don't need to. They have the Fifth Circuit. Uh, yeah, well, Texas, yeah. Well, they, so they're following the, the Oroville here, uh, for those who are interested in legal analysis. They're following the constitutional precedent. That was precedent. some shade right there. We were just <laughs> chit-chatting, and you're like, uh, excuse me, if you would actually... If the reason that you're tuned into this legal podcast is legal analysis, Joe Patrice has you covered. I don't, as it turns out. I, I, was, about to, <laughs> I was about to say something that is not that, but you decided to make it a whole thing. It was very Now it's filled. awkward. Uh, <laughs> but you, follow- why do you have to make it weird? They're following the precedent set by Pitoria uh, from a classic episode of Family Guy, where he declared his house a separate country. <laughs> Uh, yeah, you can't just say that you're now separate from the laws of uh, the rest of the country. Uh, South Carolina and a few other states tried that once, too, and it didn't, didn't. work out for them either. Well, long term. Yeah. Mm. Anyway, mm. Uh, point is, so they, why, are they, uh, why are they their own country now? They're fighting the jab. Uh-huh. Something about like personal liberty and all that stuff. Yes. So they are attempting to become their own country so that they don't have to follow any vaccine mandates because, because they're crazy. And the thing, that, the thing that gets me about this is there are so many issues that people could be up in arms about. Like, I don't know if this is just bad propaganda, but it looked like there was a, a thing happening in Germany that's basically like a, in the arms of the angel, feed American children, like, because they're, they're struggling with widespread starvation, which is true. And there's like housing crises and people can't afford insulin. But they're like, nah, let's leave California because of vaccines. Like that was the that was not on my bingo of like crisis I mean, issues. 
Well, look, I mean, the, the bingo card has been broken, right? Um, the <laughs> We are no longer playing the same game. Yeah. I mean, we, we all learned that Jake from State Farm was right to be very, very dismissive of how gullible Rogers is. Uh, we are we learned it's, it's been confirmed, by the way, they are pulling those commercials. Yeah, I mean, they they, they need Wait, to. What? Uh, yeah, all those Aaron Rodgers State Farm commercials. Everyone started commenting over the weekend. I haven't seen one in days. I did see one over the weekend, but it is. They're it, slowly pulling them. Yeah, but it is. I mean, it's it's just perfect because the whole premise of the recent spate of ads is that he's so gullible. He actually believes their rate applies only to him, which is a meta commentary on what just happened. <laughs> uh, but that happened. I didn't have necessarily on my bingo card that Ted Cruz was going to attack Big Bird. Uh, that also happened. What? Uh, oh, H- Have you no. not been following? Oh, the Big Bird situation. Well, Big Bird... Uh, <laughs> this is an actual thing. Like, Yeah, so Ses- oh, this is Ses- real life. Sesame Street oh, okay. and is the it? children's... The Children's Television Workshop has historically had numerous public health initiatives uh, to get kids to feel safe around doctors and so on, including, over the years, multiple bits about vaccinations and helping kids deal with getting the mandatory vaccinations that have been required forever in this country. Uh, Mm -hmm. They did one about the new, now that 5 to 11-year-olds can get it, a, a new bit about you know, getting yourself vaccinated and how it's okay and you'll be all right. And uh, mm-hmm. Ted Cruz, as well as most of the conservative Twitter sphere, started going nuts about how government propaganda and Big Bird is out to get your children and yada, yada. Yeah. I mean, you want to talk about COVID propaganda. Like, literally, we've had all of the presidents getting their shots on camera in order to build confidence. That is the exact same thing. But when Donald Trump gets it, then it's okay. Like, I I don't get it. Yeah, it it is weird how they don't seem to be concerned that Trump got it, but they seem very, very concerned that Big Bird, who is not Earmuffs earmuffs, children listeners, not actually a real big bird. Uh, You take that back right now. (laughs) I don't Uh, think I can fight you, but I know where you work. (laughs) It's only a matter of time until we have a meeting in person. (laughs) Right, exactly. Someday. Sooner if we followed Rogers' rules. So, hey, now, we we have gotten off of the Oroville situation. I I wanted to read. We uh, can stay off it. We're talking about Big Bird right now. (laughs) My childhood will beat your ass over big bird. I will, I will read a, a, a little bit from the uh, from the mayor of the town saying that I assure you folks that great thought was put into every bit of this. Nobody willy-nilly threw something to grandstand. Uh, they uh, absolutely did false. it willy-nilly. Yeah. <laughs> false. First of all, if you have to use a rhyming phrase, well, yeah. I, I mean, listen, from argle bargle down on, if once you start using those rhyming phrases, I feel like your legal argument is fundamentally wait, compromised. Wait, 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 wait. That's interesting. Well, I mean, yeah, so that's interesting. So in response, uh, Lisa Pruitt, who is a rural law expert at the UC Davis, responded, pointing out that a municipality cannot unilaterally declare itself not subject to the laws of the state of California. Whatever they mean by constitutional republic, you can't say hocus pocus and make it happen. Uh, so everybody's, everybody's <laughs> well, rolling with this. talking to. <laughs> everybody's rolling with the rhyming today. Well, and and this whole not wanting to be subject to vaccination policies does not just apply to Orville or the Green Bay Packers quarterback, but there was also a story this week about a big law associate who quit Wilmer Hale over vaccination mandates and sent a farewell email that was like, this is why I'm being forced out of the firm. And I'm like, 
would you hire this person anymore? Like, you know what their reasoning is like. You already have evidence that it's suspect. That's a great point. So so this person, I don't know how senior they are. Uh, how- I think they're a very senior associate slash counsel level. Okay, so this is somebody giving up upwards of $300,000 a year to not get a free medi- shot. A, a free medically certified vaccine and is putting themselves back on a market where now everybody in the world is going to know that they're a crazy person. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, good luck well, maybe with that. he wants a career only advocating for right-wing causes, in which case, ding, 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 ding. I mean, yeah. See, there was an opportunity for a sound effect. Yeah. I mean, that's not how we do things here. I don't wah, know if you... Wah, wah, wah. <laughs> we actually have that one, yeah. But, um... <laughs> Yeah, no, I, I don't know. I don't know where this person goes unless uh, Rogan needs like a general counsel or something. I mean, and he went to law school. Yes. And you Somewhere. would think that, you know, that these sorts of things, these sort of basic reasoning would be something you would tackle in the course of attending law school. I mean, yeah. <laughs> but that's why you went to law school. Oh, is that why you didn't go to become an accountant? I didn't. That's not why I went to law school. Yeah, so you went to law school to be a lawyer, not an accountant. Take advantage of NOTA, a no-cost IOLTA management tool that helps solo and small law firms track client funds down to the penny. Enjoy peace of mind with one-click reconciliation, automated transaction alerts, and real-time bank data. Visit trustnota.com slash legal to learn more. Terms and conditions may apply. You know, I was not expecting that to be the end of that segment. So I was like still thinking of stuff to say. But you're right. We we probably should be moving on. So uh, I mean, we definitely hit it. Yeah. OK, fine, then be that way. Uh, so let's also talk uh, one of the big stories of last week uh, that generated a lot of response. Sidley is a reop- big law firm. A big law firm is reopening its offices and telling people to come back. This is news to the extent that. Most of their peer firms have already pushed off the reopening into 2022. Uh, just formal reopening, just, certainly. Formal reopenings, yes, obviously, the people can get in. But Sidley very much is going forward with, hey, everybody get back here. With that said, understanding that all these associates are looking out at their peers, being told that they don't have to return this quickly, and they want to smooth that over by giving them, you know, firm-branded AirPods. And a jacket. I forget. I forgot about the jacket. They also get a firm jacket. Well, I guess it's better than nothing. Yeah. I, I, I got a lot of flack over this article. Well, at first I got uh, a string of associates who were very frustrated that this was the kind of bribe, basically, for coming back to the office early. And with an office policy that, and we've talked about this on earlier podcasts, so I don't want to belabor it too much, but the firm does not have a set four days a week three days a week, et cetera, for their return. They just say, you know, we embrace flexibility and we're leaving it open. And as we've kind of said, if you don't have a maximum number of days that people stay at home, you don't have a maximum number of days people are required to be in the office. Mm -hmm. Uh, It it goes both ways. And if you're leaving it up to chance, what you're going to end up with is a passive-aggressive rule that ends with everybody being in the office. So a lot of people were frustrated about that, so we got a lot of early wave of support for the article about that. And then the accounts, which I can only assume are sock puppet accounts for partners, <laughs> uh, not, not necessarily, or at least senior associates who are really fancy, ga- themselves. fancy themselves becoming partners, uh, started writing with their 
their extreme disappointment at the tone of the article. <laughs> but look, I, I'm not saying that it's not nice to give people gifts. I'm saying that this is the context matters and giving them this little bribe struck me as a little off. I also thought though, and this is kind of where, where I want to take this conversation, I thought putting the, the firm name on your AirPods, I don't know, there are certain products that I don't think need to be firm branded. And I actually find a little awkward to be firm branded. Anybody else feel that way? Like, I don't need everything. Like a jacket I get. I don't understand why my AirPods have to have the Sidley logo on I them. I mean, if anything, I-, I might say that the AirPods, to the extent that you might want to set that you just leave at the office so you're not necessarily without them at the office, but not carrying yours back and forth or worried you might lose them or something like that. You know, it's at least more subtly branded than, you know, someone with a giant. Guess that's fair. It, you know, it's a, it's a little much. It feels a little braggy when you have some jacket with like scat and emblazoned on it or some such. Uh, Sydney, is it in New York? I mean, they, there is an everywhere. office here. There's everywhere. Chicago is the home. Yeah. yeah. So my, my cynical thought was, I wonder, like as far as like on an advertisement breakdown, was it cheaper to give the employees branded headphones that people would see on like trains or what have you, then they'd associate with people that are smartly dressed and going to six figure jobs rather than getting a billboard. Yeah. That would have been I mean <laughs> I mean, I don't know as though any of the people on the the hoi polloi on the subway probably aren't hiring Sidley. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, yeah, no I think You never it, know. I mean I rode a uh, train a couple of times. I also wasn't employed by Sidley, so you might have a point, but still, you know, it's NYU students. Well no, I I mean yeah, but you're not a client. Like, that's the thing. You, like, you're trying Hopefully to get... Hopefully, never. I don't know. I, can, right, I don't know yeah, if I can yeah. afford them. I might have to get some headphones, too. <laughs> For a half I, hour, but, you could do yeah. that. Yeah, like, <laughs> like, the managing directors at big banks are not the people... Uh, those are the people they're trying to trying to oppress. So, here's a question, though. I Actually, you, you just recently came out of law school. You probably got lots of firm-branded swag at various events and stuff like that. What do you think was the best firm-branded thing that you were handed? Oh, that's a good question. Well, I will. I can tell you that, like years later, the one that I remember was from Millbank, and it was a tin of cookies, like fresh from a bakery, not just like not shipped from some warehouse with a big Millbank logo on the outside of the tin. And I put Christmas cookies in there for years until I like moved and lost it at some point. Nice. Best swag I got from a firm was a little slidey thingy. That's the technical term uh, okay. that I could put over my laptop camera okay i've seen those handed from out littler and it gave me the sat the closest satisfaction i've had that came from that prior to that was back when flip phones were a thing and you could like hang up on somebody with them like when i was in class i could just and then the camera off you know that gave me so much joy so. <laughs> i've always been a fan of the umbrella i feel like you always need more umbrellas no one really judges you for having a branded umbrella, so it's not like I you're do. awkward. See, I don't know. Like, like a hat, I feel like people are like, oh, they're wearing a hat from some firm, whatever. But I feel like with an umbrella... There's nobody... a utility to it. I see what yeah. you're saying, but I, I feel like there are a couple of very important caveats. First oh. of all, no one wants a golf umbrella. That's fair. No, it has to be one of those because co- compact that umbrellas. Is, those are just eye-poking hazards, especially in cities, right? Two, I have very, very 
deep thoughts about my umbrella game. I would like one that's tiny enough to fit in a purse. I have lots of different colored umbrellas, so I like to coordinate them if it's a likely rain day with what I'm wearing. I also like one that's like fun and happy. Well, if you're wearing the firm jacket, it would coordinate. Wow. I just got <laughs> owned there. I, uh, I, okay. Points to Gryffindor. Or should I say Slytherin? <laughs> Anyway, uh, but I do think that if you happen to be caught without an umbrella or one of those very sad situations where you brought an umbrella, but it got flipped inside out and is now useless, even though it matched perfectly your outfit, you know, having an extra firm branded umbrella might be useful as opposed to the $25 you then have to buy at the local bodega because you don't want your hair to get ruined, you know, so... I got a computer bag, which I used for years, so I, I liked it. But when I first got it, I thought that was a bad idea for a gift because I thought, yeah, this is it's a bag, but I already have a computer bag. But then that one ripped, and so then I started using the branded one. But that's why I, I don't like – and this is goes to the AirPods too. I don't like gifts from firms that I could have bought myself, and I may already have one. I like – there are going to be associates who already have headphones or have decided AirPods don't work for them or have a different brand. Like now you've given them something they don't really need. Like that's why, and bags work that way. Umbrellas, I feel are good because you can never have too many of them. Anyway, that's, that's my take on the uh, water bottles. I think also fit into that. They're a little boring, but you know. Man, I have so many water bottles though. Yeah. Well, again, because I like my water bottles to coordinate with my outfit. So for a while, socks were very big. I think I have. I hope we've just, mercifully gotten over the socks. That's awful. Yeah. That's awful. No, no one wants your. No one wants branded socks. Yeah, I, I mean, I never want to see. I never want to see a branded water bottle again. I remember just years being in. What is it? Uh, Anheuser Busch Hall because I went to watch you. Oh right, those, yeah. And seeing those red Lexus Nexus bottles, or I'm like, this is this something about this just feels dystopian. I don't need to drink from this. I mean, I still did because it was free, but <laughs> right. that's also yeah. a part that made it feel evil. I, did, I mean, I do think that the uh, I like yeah. I don't understand why you didn't get like beer steins and stuff if you were at Anheuser Busch Hall. We got drunk. Oh well, yeah. That's they nice, gave, they right. gave us they gave us the stuff that goes in Stein. So like, I wasn't complaining in there. We did that at NYU too, but we didn't have any cool sponsors for it. Anyway, go on. Speaking of sponsorship, I think this might be your fault because there was Uh-oh. there was years you might maybe even use particular. So damn you, yeah. and, you know, because so, there was a party that happened at Washu a couple years back for like maybe like a Halloween or something, and it made above the law. And after that, they stopped serving hard liquor and they went on the classier things like wine and seltzers. But now I think they're just giving like tinctures. I don't know. It just seems like year after year, they're just waning down on the content. So thank you, Joe. It was in fact Ellie. So I <laughs> can't blame me. I was here at the time and it was a, ha- it appears to have been a Halloween party. Yep. But it does make you think that firms can do a better job about branding Especially, you know, like you were saying, like Anheuser-Busch Hall should give out beer, right? Like there are certain firms that really should be like leaning into who they are, what their name is when they're making these decisions, right? Like Drinker Biddle, if you gave me a nice little like a classy glass set so I could put my drinks in my Drinker Biddle thing like that. that I could- oh, I, oh, oh, okay. I thought they were going to give you a Biddle. Amazing. Um, Amazing. Yeah. Or like, uh, or like the new uh, Knight and Thompson. Maybe they give me a nightgown. See where I'm going. That's a lawsuit. 
That's a lawsuit. Or a chess set or something that makes yeah. a little bit more knight sense. Yeah, like that. yeah, knight That's with a K. Or, sure. Or or a talking car to solve crimes with. You know, like Ooh, regular. Oh yes, yes. <laughs> yeah. Why aren't brands leaning into their names a little bit more? We're gonna have to spend some time working on this for this week. Yeah, we'll regroup and talk about this a little bit more. We have been going for a while, but uh, let's hear from our friends at Lexicon for a second. Here's a message just for the attorneys out there. So you passed the bar, joined a firm, or even built your own. Now are you finding out that you're doing more administration than actual law practice? Lexicon can help. Lexicon is a legal services and technology provider with over a decade of experience streamlining administrative tasks like timekeeping, HR, billing, client intake, and more. So you can focus on maximizing billable hours and increasing client satisfaction. Call 855-4-LEXICON or visit lexiconservices.com go to learn more. All right. Well, we're back. Uh, we actually have, you know, done a pretty good job where we, we filled most of our time here. So I don't want to necessarily involve us in yet another full topic, but I did want to, you know, let's... Do we have any clowns this week? Uh, oh, yeah. I, th- that was Remember a thing we were going to do. do a, yeah. And you then were, we kind of... going to do? Not yeah. Me. You. Definitely yeah, you. No, it was definitely me. And uh, no, I didn't. But... I figured Linwood might be one of those. Oh yeah, no, that, a, a that, perennial topic for for oh, a yeah. clown. So the the running of the cl- I, I've I, it's not that I like it; it just makes me laugh that noise. So the running of the clowns this week, uh, Linwood, you know, right wing lawyer these days, uh, he is now in trouble because he is being sued by his former partners over a share of the profits in a undisclosed case, which is absolutely the Nicholas Sandman case. Uh, And everybody knows it based on the redactions. But they're looking for some fees. This suit has been going on. There was a settlement agreement. And after that, the client refused to pay the other partners. And that was theoretically the end of it. The other partners have been claiming in court that they smell kind of a rat about it and think that maybe this was some collusion between Wood and the client to prevent them from getting money. That's being litigated out. But the latest is that somehow these partners got their hands on emails written by Wood to local counsel saying, hey, I need you and the client to agree not to pay my partners, uh, which certainly seems damning. Uh, His counsel argues that no, no, this was before we signed the settlement agreement. So I don't understand why this is relevant, which may or may not be true, but is certainly not an answer to why they never turned over these documents, because discovery doesn't work like that. You don't get to say, I've decided this is not relevant, so I'm not giving it to you in response to your clear, on-its-face request. So yeah, so he's got a sanctions motion face there. Obviously, he has other sanction motions, but he's facing a sanction motion there, and also potentially a more substantive problem if he really did collude with uh, local counsel to shut out his partners uh, despite, former, a, yeah. despite signing a settlement agreement with them. So that's uh I mean, he just can't him. help himself. He just, he has to write it, apparently. Some, you got to, I mean, that, that was the crux of my piece was you got to take this guy's keyboard away from him. <laughs> he just can't, he can't help himself. Yeah, uh, definitely, definitely counts as, as a running of the clowns. Good job, Joe. Yeah, no, no, I, uh, I, I think it does. <laughs> You I, said you liked that sound. No, Why I is didn't. it now I you're said, wincing? I, I, no, I said I didn't, but it made me laugh. And that time it just annoyed me. Mm, fair enough. Once was enough. It was a very loud noise. I mean, yeah. I mean, I think in post they adjust these so they it's don't seem. jarring regardless. Yeah. <laughs> 
Just maybe make I'll it use worse. That one. Just make maybe, it worse. Maybe that, that's the one we'll use in the future. All right. So <sighs> we have covered a lot of ground today from California COVID and Big Bird to Lynn Wood and branded gifts. You should be checking out Above the Law so that you can read some of these stories as they come out. Not that you can't just listen to us. You obviously can. But, you know, you can check out that place for some more content. You should be listening to the show. You should be subscribed to the show so you get new episodes when they come down. Give them reviews, stars, write something about them. Helps show engagement, which helps more people find the show. You should be listening to Catherine's show, The Jabot. Uh, I'm on the Legal Tech Week Journalist Roundtable every Friday. Uh, well, not the last few Fridays. We've had scheduling issues, but, you know, we'll I, we should be back this week. You should be following us on social media. I'm at Joseph Treese. She's at Catherine One, the numeral one. Chris is at Rights for Rent. Uh, you should be checking out the other shows from the Legal Talk Network. You should be thanking our sponsors, Lexicon and Nota, powered by M&T Bank. And I think with all of that, we might actually be done for this week, and we will check in next week. Peace. See you soon. Peace.